0: Welcome to the Rush Hour, your daily dose of pop culture and entertainment news for your Rush Hour ride. Work sucks, but your commute doesn't have to. Buckle up and enjoy the drive with your host, stand-up comedian and power recapper, Dave Neal.
1: Hello, everybody. Happy hump day. It's February 7th, 2024. This is your afternoon rush. I am recording this. From my home in Nashville, Tennessee, I know you guys might be wondering, Dave, where in the hell are you? I am scheduled to have a court appearance tomorrow for my lawsuit where I'm being sued for harassment and cyberbullying. Along with that, I've been accused of revenge porn and crazy other things, all of which when looked into, amount to nothing but me. Uh, as a journalist and YouTube commentator and comedian, covering the Clayton Ecker paternity scandal, a scandal that has Clayton getting major headlines today uh, with the Unplanned podcast. Speaking of unplanned, I'm sure Clayton did not plan to have a uh, pair of twins this year, let alone fake twins. But here he is. He goes absolutely um, full-blown angry as he shares how ridiculous it has been to deal with not just Jane Doe, but the enabling that may have come from her parents. As you guys know, we covered this on this morning's episode, a phone call where you could clearly hear Jane Doe's mom commenting in the background in the kitchen or wherever the hell they were, huddled around the cell phone about how Clayton's a joke. Clayton's a joke. Well, you guys might remember from Clayton's season of The Bachelor, they hired a kid's acapella cappella chorus to sing a song called Clayton Sucks. Let me tell you this. Clayton doesn't suck and he's not a joke. He is a victim. And I will shout this from the rooftops as long as we tell the story. He is the victim of a hoax, uh, a scam, a con. And we are now uh, dealing with some of the results the collateral damage of that one of which being me being sued so have i settled my lawsuit no of course i'm not settling i'm i'm pleading my innocence i haven't harassed jane doe whatsoever i've shared the truth. If that is harassing in nature to her, that's probably because she doesn't like the consequences of her own actions. I know some people have said, Dave, quit talking about this. We don't care. I think most of you do care. And I am happy to report that a stipulation has been signed by me that will agree by both uh, Jane Doe and myself that there will be no uh, wishing or directing any violence or harassment her way. Not by me. Haven't done it. Won't do it in the future. I, believe it or not, want uh, peace. I'm a pacifist. I don't like war, whether it be between countries or people. I don't. I don't like to be in wars with people. It's like, I'm sorry if someone deletes my name for a podcast and that starts a war. That's not my fault. Don't delete my name. Keep my name Keep my name in your mouth in that specific instance. Well, with Clayton, he shares kind of, you know, the whole timeline on the Unplanned Podcast. So is my case dismissed? Well, as of the recording of this, no, it is not. But if, and again, it's a big if, Jane Doe agrees to the terms her lawyers set up, then we will be dismissed. So no settlement. I mean, not me paying her for this to go away. Nothing like that whatsoever. I'm gonna share a clip from Clayton on the Unplanned Podcast, and then we're gonna talk about this wild cactus story. Yeah, there's more to it, it never ends.
2: Things started to add up, uh, and I was just like, again, more and more things that were eating, I was picking up on. She ended up putting out a video of an ultrasound video, and she was releasing it on Dropbox to, to Reddit. She had a pregnancy really? file that she released. And a Dropbox. To Reddit. And she she was just like, go look at these files.
1: Well, okay, I I kind of think I need to correct Clayton here. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't believe she shared that Dropbox file with Reddit. I believe she posted, um, excuse me, she did share the Dropbox file of other things, but she specifically shared the sonogram, the ultrasound video with Reality Steve and others. That, and, and by the way, she didn't initially share that with me Because I have a visual platform and we probably would have shared it and called her out. So she wanted different people to believe different things based on the strength of how she could communicate to them. And she thought she could show this to Steve. And since he only does audio, maybe it wouldn't be a big deal either way we helped expose that thanks to the flock, thanks to people that probably spent hours going through YouTube looking at twin ultrasounds. And I would have loved to be in the room when the initial person found it. I'm sure they were like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, she did this. You know, by the time it made it to me, it was already a done deal. We then took her like 90 second version of the ultrasound, compared it with the original two and a half minute version, showed what she cut out. And again, there were many things she very blatantly cut out and how she put the her name on the title and she she put jane doe it should have been doe comma jane and then you know just standard medical procedural stuff and in the time code of the video wasn't moving so the arts and crafts the photoshop the uh, the editing that was done might have been enough to try to convince the naked eye but subjected against many naked eyes and she got called out
2: she had a picture of her pregnant stomach which i think she photoshopped I, well i think she at one point i think she photoshopped a few of them um, I, I was looking at bloating online, and mm-hmm. like, you can really make your stomach look pregnant. If-
1: I've had a burrito before I understand. Also, the photo that he's referencing is what she is saying I'm guilty of revenge porn for.
2: Wild if you if you are eating things that are bloat you know that cause bloat bloating as I found Beans. but then that's one I think she was doing that I think she was forcing her body to bloat um but like she put up that photo um and then she put up this video
1: did she put up any photos recently because now we're at basically nine months right since since May so has she posted anything recently to try to show a belly of of any sort
2: Oh, so uh, as of recently, uh, where we're currently at, uh, she is no longer pregnant. That was, ref- that, that was from her lawyer that, oh, that put it in okay. court set to my lawyer. And as of three days ago, uh, she said that um, she had a miscarriage.
1: So it's my belief that this podcast may have been recorded before she showed up to Clayton's deposition, in which case you probably would have noticed. And again, I don't know. I haven't even asked, but I'm assuming she looked like a normal skinny body. All right. Well, I tell you what, let's lay off the Clayton conversation for now. There's going to be a whole lot more to talk about. In the Unplanned Podcast YouTube clip I just shared with you, in the comment section, there was a comment from someone named Lone cactus fencing co and this lone cactus fencing co commented tell matt i know his struggle with her i just added a short with our court documents to see we had ran into this person as well obviously names redacted so lone cactus fence co will be something we're gonna have to look into tomorrow they said i know exactly who you're talking about we just finished up our court case with this crazy lady and she pretty much robbed us and when looking into that court case, it was over $27,000. Uh, we don't know any of the details yet, but so now, I mean, we we had victim. I mean, how many people do we have involved? Let's count. Clayton, Greg, Mike, Andrew, Matt, Dave, and now Lone Cactus Fence Co. Add to those names Uber and maybe even some others. Oh, Greg Woodnick, Liz Neptune, The beat goes on. And we'll be back right after this. Super Bowl is Sunday. Travis Kelsey will be playing in the Super Bowl. Will Taylor Swift be there? Now, as we know right now, she is in Japan. That's right. Resumes the Eras tour as she hits the stage in Tokyo. Fresh off her historic Grammy-winning weekend, the global superstar hit the stage Wednesday to resume her sold-out Eras tour in Tokyo, Japan. The cruel summer hitmaker appeared in good spirits as she kicked off her four-night Tokyo stint Filling up the fifty-five thousand seat Tokyo Dome Stadium. Unbelievable. A quarter million people will watch her live this weekend. And less than that, we'll be watching Travis Kelsey live, even though he'll have quite a big audience online. Well, he's not even sure if Taylor will make it back. Have a listen. I No, no, she has. She's focused on the question. Was has Taylor given you a Super Bowl pep talk? Uh, entertaining the uh,
2: the crowd out in I think it's is a it Singapore right now, or I, th- I think that's in a few weeks. But I know she's out in Japan, Tokyo, maybe. Um, so she's just uh, working on entertaining them, making sure she's she's ready for uh, her performances and everything. But yeah, you uh, know,
1: Taylor's got a little gig in Tokyo in front of two hundred thousand fans. We'll
2: uh, worry about if she can make it. Never thought it would have landed. I didn't even think it would have landed. I would have got a response from her.
1: So the question was, how crazy is it that you shot your shot with Taylor on his podcast? Because that you have to remember, that's how they met, right? Is that he took a public shot saying, hey, I think I should take her on a date. And he goes, he goes, it's crazy. I never thought I would have met her. We're here and we're all happy. I know that. He says, we're here. We're all happy. I know that. And no other questions. All right. No other, you know, you, you can't hear when they're asking the questions, but I hope you could hear that there. Uh, yeah, you know, what's the Wayne Gretzky saying? You miss 100% of the pop stars. You try to, you know, yeah. hold on. You miss 100% of the shots at dating pop stars if you don't call them out on your podcast. Did I say that right? Okay, it's good enough. Good enough for me. Well, Travis Kelsey will be on the field. Where will his mom be? Donna Kelsey says she likely won't sit in the pricey suite at Super Bowl 2024. She said, I have a feeling I'm in the stands. Oh, no, we don't need mom Kelsey to be in the stands. All moms. Okay, you know, I just want you guys to know this. I have decided to run for president and one of the platforms I have as future leader of this great nation, is that on the day of the Super Bowl, here in referred to as Super Bowl Sunday, we will make sure all moms in attendance that have players playing in the big game will get a chance in the suite. Free nachos for life, mom. Free nachos for life. You want a Coke Zero? We'll throw one in, too. Either way, Donna says she can't afford it. She thinks she's going to be in the stands like us losers, you know? All those losers that can only afford normal tickets to the Super Bowl. Here's what she had to say. Arrangement in the box. Are you in a chair? And it's usually you and Taylor next to each other. I feel like that might be some good luck.
3: Well, you can understand that the boxes in Vegas are multi-million dollars. Yeah. So I have a feeling I'm not in a box. I have a feeling I'm in the stands. As
2: far as
1: I know, I'm in the stands with everybody else because it is a pricey Super Bowl. All right. It's a pricey Super Bowl. I mean, you're telling me Tay Tay Swifto couldn't have splurged on her mother-in-law. with some night. Nice- I mean, hey, Tom. Times are tough out there. Even for pop stars, times are tough. Well, we thought Olivia Culpo was going to be buying the suite for Christian McCaffrey's family. Now Christian McCaffrey, of course, on the 49ers, had to nix fiancé Olivia Culpo paying for Super Bowl suite for his family. All right. I guess it's, you know, uh, here's what he told Extra during the Super Bowl opening night event at Allegiant Stadium. He said, she tried to, but I will not let anybody, anybody pay to, to watch me play. I had to nix that. I'm the same way. When my wife and I go to HomeGoods and she tries to buy extra candlesticks, I say, honey, I'm not going to let you buy candlesticks. I already pay for electricity in our house. I don't care what kind of mid-century modern bullshit you're looking at. Maybe you watched an episode of Property Brothers, but I'm telling you right now, we ain't in Waco, Texas anymore. You're not buying more candlesticks. You know what I mean? I can relate Christian McCaffrey. All right, well, the beat goes on. Oh, tough day for TikTok star Charlie D'Amelio. Charlie D'Amelio and Landon Barker break up after more than a year of dating. I don't know if this story is big enough for my audience, like, does my audience even know who Charlie D'Amelio is? I've always found her so impressive. Do you guys remember her from Dancing with the Stars? I mean, she's just a mega star and she's young and has, I don't know, a billion TikTok followers. Maybe she's a Rus- Russian asset. We don't really know. No, I'm kidding. Either way, she's broken up with her Gen Z boyfriend. It's over for Charlie and Landon, the son of Travis Barker. Oh, I didn't even know that. Announced on his Instagram story late Tuesday that he and TikTok star have broken up after more than a year of dating hey everyone I would like to let you know. I would like to let you guys know that Charlie and I no longer are together. We broke up to focus on ourselves. We are still friends and have so much love for each other. He continued. He's 20 years young and concluded his announcement, saying he was grateful for the time he and Charlie, 19, spent together, and asked for fans to respect their decision. Thank you. Love you all so much. The influencer didn't release a statement of her own. Oh, will we get a statement from Charlie D'Amelio? We'll have. Not without a brand deal, I'll tell you that much. Charlie D'Amelio does not pace, you know, place a statement without making the big bucks. All right, riders padded down by Secret Service at Jill Biden's Soul Cycle class in Los Angeles. That's right. Yeah, groping comes with the territory. I don't know if you've ever been on SoulCycle, but you know, hey, every once in a while you get your moose knuckles padded down. Hey, hey, for the country for the country soul cycle riders in West Hollywood were given a surprise on Sunday morning when they received a full pat down from secret service hey you know some people pay extra for that a source tells us first lady Dr. Jill Biden a well-known fan of the workout showed up at their class along with several bodyguards hey maybe uh maybe Joe Biden should be doing soul cycle too usually uh you don't fall off those bikes although hey we could be surprised. People had to be pat down by social, by secret service outside, so by social security. They were patted down by social security outside the entrance. Inside were more secret service, one in a suit and two in casual khakis. We hear Fit Biden was in the third row of bikes, so it was hard to see her spinning skills. I'm sure she was fantastic. In December, the same security measures were taken during her ride at the Brentwood studio in L.A., She even has a famous political pal who sometimes joins her. Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris's husband, second gentleman Doug Emhoff, were spotted at a pop star battle's Lizzo vs. Harry Styles-themed class in Georgetown. I absentmindedly went through a metal detector and bag check at the door, wrote a USA Today reporter who was at the class. I've never had a stronger motivator than the 71-year-old first lady crushing her workout just a few feet away. Joe Biden isn't sitting out this tap-back push-up sprint, neither am I. She's pushing through the last set of weightlifting, same here. Well, folks, get out of your saddles and let's end this podcast on a high note. We'll be back right after this. All right, you guys been watching Vanderpump Rules? I like season 11 so far. Episode 2 was uh, last night. We already covered it on the morning episode, if you didn't check that out. But now we have James Kennedy defending Ariana's decision to stay in her shared home with Tom Sandoval when Lala criticizes it and calls Ariana out and says, don't say you're not leaving because you can't afford it. Look, I'm on Team Lala here. I can't believe Ariana, who was cheated on by Tom Sandoval has decided to stick it out and live together in this same house. It's like, tell me you're not over each other or what. Have a listen.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, with Lala, she brings up the living situation.
3: Again, I own the house. I mean, wouldn't it just be easier to move out? Yeah, sure. When the house is sold. The housing thing is complicated, you know? It, it ain't that And if the rules were it ain't switched. That complicated. Lala, it ain't that complicated. Situation where she got out granted, the next day, granted. with the baby. Lala didn't own that house, like at all. She so was able to pack up her just, stuff and say goodbye. Yeah, I did not own the home with with my person. Right,
1: exactly. So that changes things. It doesn't change. Anything. But Tom Sandoval says he's paid the mortgage the last eight months. So I don't know. Is is Ariana afraid if she leaves the house, she'll be forfeiting it? I mean, as far as the contracts go. It appears to me, I'm not a real estate agent here, but Ariana could move to Florida, live in Disney World, and still own half that house, no? Anything, actually. Yes, it does, because ah, she it owns have. it with Tom, so
3: she's trying to, they were trying to figure that out When you, you move out of the house. You don't, you don't forfeit the home because you decided to move out. She doesn't lose the home because she decided to move out. It's not how it works. I think she was standing her ground. Like she had Maya there. And- I don't have like my mom and my brother don't live here as like people who are gonna, you know, help me out day to day. She also had a baby that was involved in the situation. So I understand why she would want to get Ocean out of there. I'm good, I can take care of myself. I always have,
1: I always will. Tom should have bloody left.
3: Tom, Sandoval is not gonna leave. Okay.
1: Then why so so James Kennedy argues that Tom Sandoval should have left, which is like fine, but would Ariana want to live in the house that she she's she like cohabitated with with tom sandoval aren't you supposed to move and get a new place i mean you get new haircut you paint your nails get i mean you leave after a relationship you should scrub yourself of all energy of the other person i don't know either way here we have a conversation where tom sandoval defended bringing Kristen up to james kennedy as you guys know i mean it was a i mean maybe you don't know but tom sandoval cheated on ariana with raquel but james kennedy Cheated on Tom, San- cheated uh, on a girl Kristen that was dating Tom Sandoval, and people say, "Well, it's different. It was ten years ago." And it's like, "Well, maybe it's sort of different, but also it's like all of these characters arguing for like who's the who's the righteous person." I think they're all kind of pieces of shit. We all know what he said.
3: And the fact that he's been holding that in his pocket, a forty-year-old man is just sad to again? me. You banged my ex, so I get to bang your ex. And this is why maybe I was so
0: angry is because, you know, when you did that with Kristen... You're not going to talk about 10 years ago. I'll stop that's you not right there. It's 10 years ago. James referred to me as, like, his best mate. And what does she do? She starts begging this guy, on my bed, with my condoms. That wasn't God, 10 you're years
3: such a You've got so much going up to do still, Tom.
0: It's sad to me. James and I were working on music. We had three songs we were working on. We were going to move in together, start a duo, and do music together.
1: James and Tom Sandoval were going to be a duo sensation.
0: And he literally was like a week and a half out of like moving in. Kristen and I had been broken up for like weeks. I'm like staying at Sheena's bedroom in that like bunk bed. He is at the time living with his brothers and his grandma and his mom. So he's like, "Mm, living in that situation. I'll just like stay at Tom's apartment and
1: Kristen.
3: We lived life, right, for the
1: last f- Now, hold on a second. Hold on. I'm, cu- I'm coming late to the story, folks. <clears throat> so Tom says that, <laughs> that James Kennedy banged his girlfriend after he broke up with her. Now, that's not the same as cheating. This is a- Okay, I am now on James Kennedy's side. I apologize for any defense of Tom Sandoval. <laughs> I've changed in the moment. Hey, I'm gonna doubt, folks. I can change when new information is presented to me
3: ten years Tom and for the last five of them right we've been on vacations and what does that mean on the snowboarding trip two years ago you were just trying like you were just like imagining f-ing Raquel the entire time like it's just f-ing weird to me it's just like he was always a f-ing
0: liar it was f- crazy f-ing on my bed like I don't know like I found it like really cold-blooded and he wasn't even doing it because he was like in love with Kristen And here, you know, him and Raquel had been broken up at that point, like, six months. He's already got a girlfriend that he's more in love with than he's ever been in love with ever in his life. I know it's f***ed up what I did, but I didn't do... My motivation was not to, like, get further in my career or anything. It was an emotionally driven bad decision.
3: He's, like, totally missed the part where, like... He has nothing to stand on
1: anymore. Okay. So then Ariana says, you don't get to, you know, you've lost all moral superiority. So look, where do I stand in all of it? Guys, I'm like you. I eat the popcorn. I watch it play out. I don't have sides. I'm not friends with them. Although I do have to say, I do have to say of all of the cast members of Vanderpump Rules, the only one that's ever been at one of my standup shows was Tom Sandoval. And I have to tell you, he laughed at all my jokes. So uh, what does that say about him? What does that say about me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure I'll give you guys a little heads up though on tomorrow's news I've got driving with Dave with Braden and Christina Mandrell. I am so excited to talk to Braden because uh, if I remember this correctly he almost died I got he can't speaking of coming to a stand-up show Braden came to my stand-up show in San Diego after his near-death experience in the waters of San Diego something like what 20 miles off the coast or something crazy like that two miles? whatever it was it was far off the coast and I believe that's when he confessed his love for Christina right after then and said, hey, let's not waste any time. Let's get to it. And what happens? He proposes on live TV on The Golden Bachelor and I get what I believe to be their first exclusive interview together blessed. Can't wait to do that. That'll be on Saturday's episode of the podcast here or watch it on YouTube. I don't even know how I'm going to do this logistically, like setting up cameras. I need a new camera in the back seat. I've never done this before, um, in the Tesla, but it's going to be fantastic. Hey guys, I haven't officially, um, Uh, My case hasn't officially been dismissed, so I don't want to give like a victory speech yet, but I just want you guys all to know how grateful I am for every single one of your... Listens, your downloads, your subscriptions to the podcast, YouTube, and here on the uh, on the podcast channel. I mean, it has been life changing. You guys have brought us back into the charts today on uh, Chartable.com. Where that's where you can go to see how the podcast is doing. Um, there is a ranking of the top podcasts in the bracket society and culture. We were up to like number two hundred, maybe even one hundred and fifty, and we've dipped in and out, and now we are now at number two hundred and fifty. So that means we are in the charts folks and it's all because of you it's because of your subscribing to the channel it's because of you sharing it with your friends if you have anyone who's got any noticeable audience even if they have five people that are in their group chat that like pop culture give our podcast a shot and please share it it goes so far if every single one of you shared the podcast uh i mean honestly it it once we get it I'll tell you this once we consistently get in the top 100 on society and culture I'll hire a producer it'll make the podcast even better it's just we're just not there yet we're almost at the critical size we need to be at where I can start hiring people now that I've got the right venue to do that I want to continue to grow I want to continue to spread our wings and hey shout out to our Canadian friends we are ranked number 34 in the relationships charts so oh and 39 in the U.S. so thanks again from the bottom of my Heart. The way we rise in the rankings is through subscriptions, comments, sharing on social media, and I appreciate all of your support. I'll be back tomorrow morning, my guesses, with some very, very good news. You're not going to want to miss that. As always, I'm Dave Neal, and this is the Mother Fing Rush.
0: If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And if you didn't, don't. Join the free Facebook group, Dave Neal's Community. Got cash? Become a premium member at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Link in the description below. And don't forget to follow Dave on Instagram at DNeels for upcoming stand-up shows. See you tomorrow on The Rush.